you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. with you a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of King Herod behold Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem asking where is the newborn King of the Jews we saw his star at its rising and have come to do him homage when King Herod heard this, he was greatly troubled, and old Jerusalem with him as well. Assembling the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They said to him in Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written through the prophets, and you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, since from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for this child. When you have found him, bring me word that I too may go and do him homage. After the audience with the king, they set out, and behold, the star that they had seen at its rising preceded them until it stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. They opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another route. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, so you got the star, you got the camels, you got the dromedaries from the Old Testament Isaiah, you got myrrh, frankincense, and gold, put all that together, and we're looking to announce to the world that this child who had been born in Bethlehem was now probably living in his own home. This is probably six years or so after the birth. And the question is, king of what? Well, Herod said he's certainly not king of the Jews, because I'm king of the Jews, and I didn't have any kids yet. 
So it wasn't that. King of what? The feast is called Manifestation of Christ to the World. The King of the World. What did God, the Creator, have in his head when he decides to come into flesh on this earth and walk with us and have his child walk with us? A few seconds ago, I heard the beautiful melodies of a child back here. That's what Jesus was like. How old is that kid? Who was seven? Seven? A little, little louder. The kid who was making music. Why well, can okay. He's a baby, right? Could you imagine God? What did he have in his head? He's going to let the king of the world, of the universe, come to us. He would entrust his son to us as a baby. So when the magi came in, he probably did what that kid just did. Mm, what are you doing? What he got for me? You know. And again, what was in their heads, the magi? They're magicians of sorts. That's what the word magic is from. From the East, from Persia. Um, they studied astrology, so there's a mixed idea of who they are. But there are people who watch the stars and read the books and the scriptures, whether they're Sanskrit or, or the, script, the scriptures of the Jews. And they see this nova in the sky, this star, and they have the revelation that they should follow this star to wherever it points. And they get on their camels and they pack their bags and they head. Bethlehem of Judea? That was like a non, not to be dis discussed place in the world. First of all, there were a lot of Bethlehems. That's why it's classified Bethlehem of Judea. It was so bad that the scriptures had to say to it, the city of Bethlehem, years before Jesus comes on the scene, don't worry, Bethlehem, you are least in all the communities of the world, but to you will be born the Savior. He was, it was such an insignificant city that God in his foresight had to have the prophets predict the nobility of this no place that no one would pass by twice. And that's the place to which he decides his son would be born. Now this is happening. Herod is still on the throne. His father died. That's why G jo Joseph and Mary were able to come back to their hometown. But this one's just as nuts as the father. He wants to kill the baby, and he does it very surreptitiously. He does it like a bella figura, with a, a very nice smile on his face. Oh, you, you, want, you came here to find the newborn king of the Jews? Give me his name and address and all his information as soon as you find him, because I'm going to go give him something. He wasn't looking forward to giving Jesus a gift. He was looking forward to give Jesus the axe. But the angel of the Lord appears to the Magi, go back home to another 
root. And they did. Now, really, appropriate gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh, probably the myrrh was Matthew's inclination. We don't know. They never propagated the gifts. But gold for a little kid, he couldn't pick it up. Frankincense, you smell it. It's beautiful for worship. But for a kid, probably eat it. Myrrh, that was so... When he died, I mean, talk about Pauda. When he died, he could be anointed with myrrh. That's what they used it for, the anointing of the corpse. What's going on here? Come on, a real gift for this kid was, he's a few years old, but a real gift would have been a nice casserole, maybe new diapers, maybe a bassinet, right? Wouldn't the, how many mothers agree with that? How many mothers agree that that should have been the gift? You don't? You'd rather have one mother. So one mother in this whole church, the rest of you would rather have gold, you greedy little ladies. Come on, you would have taken the gold for yourself, not for baby Jesus. Anyway, so we look to these gifts because they were predicted in, gospel, in the scriptures of Isaiah as gifts of nobility. Gold because he was going to be a king, myrrh because he's a human being, and frankincense because he's God. We incense the altar and incense the gifts. We're incensing them so the prayers symbolically go up to God. And that's why we're here today. To tell the world what we're all about. To tell the world that we believe in the Son of God becoming human. As a human, as a small child in our church. As human as any one of us. And to dignify the human race that it's a manifestation to all people. I just noticed in the bulletin, this week is Immigration Week. Come on, we're all immigrants. If there's a Native American in this room today, good. We, we thank you for welcoming us. We're all immigrants. Christ came for all people. The manifestation of Christ, not to the Jews, but to the Gentiles. Who were the Gentiles? Anybody who was not a Jew. So he came for the Persians, he came for the Greeks, he came for the Romans, he came for the Jews, and eventually he comes for us. We're here today to realize the sacredness of the concept of the Word made flesh. The sacredness of God becoming a human being and walking with us and challenging us to walk with each other. A star, the gifts, all indications through the mythology of scripture and history of what we're supposed to be doing, looking to him. That reading from Isaiah, the first reading, is a really important shot in the arm for us. Not everybody's Christmas was perfect. Not everybody throughout the world was at peace. You don't need me to tell you that. When Isaiah wrote that first reading, just to get us one part of that beautiful reading, he says, rise up in splendor, Jerusalem, your light has come, and the glory of the Lord shines upon you. Darkness covers the earth, 
thick clouds over the people, but the Lord shines on you. You know what he's saying? These people are finally, after the years in captivity, are finally allowed to return to Jerusalem. And what they find in Jerusalem is garbage, nothing. The temple is gone, the walls are gone, every structure is gone because the Babylonians had destroyed it. They were in Babylon and Cyrus conquers the Babylonians and says to the Jews, go home. So they make that long trip and they're hoping, they're hoping like a lot of us hoped about Christmas, the, the 25th, not the first Christmas. It'll be nice, I hope all the, the cookies turn out, I hope the lights are right, I hope the kids like their gifts. You, you know what that's all about. Well, that's what the people of Israel were hoping about when they went back and they followed the light of their hearts, their faith, and they found garbage. It was gone. But Isaiah doesn't say, oh, you poor things, uh, maybe next year will be better. No, Isaiah says, hey, listen, you have God within you. No room for gloominess. No room for cloudiness in your lives. And now let's take it to ourselves, the message. Because what I have in store for you, God says, is my son, the star, the hope, the eternal life is yours. Gloominess, depression, pain, anger. There's no place for that in the life of someone who has just received the Prince of Peace as our brother, as a baby. There's no room for depression and anger and terrorism. He came for the whole world. So we've got a lot of work to do as Catholics to bring that hope into the world, to bring that hope in the Middle East, to bring that hope into our own lives. Yeah, gloom comes down a lot, but for those who follow the Lord and those of us who hold on to our faith and who come here to worship God and to receive his Eucharist and be one with his son, light shines on us, not gloominess. And we've got to do that in our heads. We've got to acclimate ourselves to the positive message of the Gospels in this world that needs us. It needs hope. It needs peace. It needs little babies running around. Open the papers, read the internet. Not so much. Not so much. So therefore, we still long for the Messiah to return. And in the meantime, let's celebrate our faith. Let's live our faith, manifesting our faith to the whole world with our words, with our faces, with our actions, with our charity. We're here to manifest the holy message of Christ to the entire world. But first, to each one of us individually. Merry Christmas, and may all your Christmases be filled with Christ's light.
If you've got an insurance question, you could talk to a dentist. But instead of filling you in on ways to save on your policies, he'd probably be too busy filling in that loose crown. Or you could talk to your local GEICO agent, who will use their expertise to polish up your policies, from home and auto to renters, motorcycle, boat, and RV too. So while, yes, your dentist can save your smile, your GEICO agent could save you money, which will make you use that smile a whole lot more. To find a GEICO agent near you, visit geico.com local. Heat pack or ice pack? Ice pack. Bath or shower? Bath. Treat or prevent? Both. Nurtec ODT Remedjapant 75 milligrams is the first and only medication proven to treat and prevent migraines in adults. The choice is yours. Don't take if you're allergic to Nurtec ODT. The most common side effects were nausea, stomach pain, and indigestion. For important safety, prescribing, and patient information, visit nurtec.com. Talk to your doctor about Nurtec ODT.